It's a tricky space out there. Lots of scams, lots of misinformation. And so it's challenging to decipher what's real from what's nonsense in this emerging blockchain space. Welcome. My name is Derek Fiebiger, Director of Operations for Zero Chain, and this is Ask Phoebes. Ask Phoebes is a weekly address where I give a direct line to the community and answer all Zero Chain related questions to the best of my ability. Every week you'll find a stickied Ask Phoebes Reddit thread in the Zero Chain subreddit where you can submit any question you have on Zero Chain and I'll comb through answering some or all of those questions. You guys all lead busy lives, so I do my best to keep this as brief as possible while still giving complete answers to your questions. So, without further ado, let's get into things. Going on, guys. Welcome to this week's episode of Ask Phoebes. Appreciate you for tuning in. Um, some big stuff. I, you might have noticed already. Um, the uh, the episodes are going to be up on iTunes right now. So um, if you don't really want to watch me on video, you can just subscribe and not have to put up with any of that. Um, I did have a special guest here today with uh, with me by a special request. It's uh, it's the uh, the mascot here, the Shiba Inu. Um, so um, just uh, before we get into the questions, I wanted to um, just kind of give a, a close update. So I'll kind of get into this a little bit in the questions as well, but AlphaNet is in final testing phases internally. Um, so SWATA expects it to have, have it ready within um, about uh, a week uh, a week after this week. So, um, so that's coming soon. Um, white paper is essentially done. Um, and it's, it's awesome. Um, I'm, I'm, again, I'm, I'm super excited for you guys to see it. There's uh, a couple new additions in, in the, the appendices as well with, um, with some really cool protocols that again, I'll get into with the questions here a little bit later, but, um, yeah, so the protocols are all really, uh, shaping up and, um, it's going to be fun to show you guys like, like all the stuff that's been going on behind the scenes. Um, you probably think that everyone's just like slacking and trying to push, kick the can down the road because we were supposed to launch mainnet in December and aren't doing it. So we're just kind of like leaving you guys to, to, to stress about when it's going to launch. But the reality is that the, the protocols are, are continually advancing. They ran into some, um, some vectors that they that they addressed and solved with some creative solutions, um, and now it's like it's uh, it's just coding and testing and um, making sure everything sounds. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm uh, again, I'm 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 really excited and um, and yeah, so we can uh, kind of hop into uh, the questions now. All right, question one from Minnesota Wild Fan ninety five. Um, can you provide any insight on our partnership with Neo? Are there any plans to engage with that community? Uh, yes, yes, there's plans. So all of our crypto partnerships are focused on using our D storage. Um, once our SDKs are out and D storage can be explored by these, uh, either these dApps or blockchains, um, then we can not only 
come back to our existing crypto partners to, um, to, to let them try out our usable solution, but we can also branch out into countless other crypto projects um, who may benefit from a decentralized storage solution and or a fast blockchain. Um, there's, there's a couple prongs to that. So getting these, getting these, uh, crypto projects interested in our, our D storage solution shouldn't be that much of a, a task. There, there is no, there is no enterprise grade decentralized storage solution, um, out there. So, uh, the, the whole ethos of crypto is to keep things decentralized. So if, since we are a solution that will be functional, um, to try out that I, I, I don't foresee it being, um, very challenging to get people interested in, in, in what we have. In addition to that, I also don't think it'll be that much of a challenge to get, get other crypto projects to really migrate over to the zero chain platform because not only can they use the our storage solution but we also have a very fast blockchain um so these these dApps that are just using the trust layer of another blockchain um they they may find it more beneficial to to migrate for not just storage purposes but also to leverage our our, our consensus protocol um, for that, that 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 settlement layer it's um it's it's a lot faster it enables um, dApps to be a lot more seamless in, in how they function. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited once once this stuff is ready to kind of kind of beat the pavement and and get um, get more crypto partnerships, not just with what we have um, with our existing um, crypto partners. So, um, yeah, that's kind of a long answer, but that is the answer to question one. Question two from I love crypto one two three, I love crypto too. Um, when can we expect a preview of the zero box app? Um, well, the first preview of the app will be on AlphaNet launch, where you can upload and download files. Um, there's going to be more additions down the road. Um, with mainnet 1.0, those additions are primarily to do with um, like our content monetization aspect, um, which will involve like share links um, for like content creators. So the, it it'll it'll continually evolve, but the preview is coming when AlphaNet um, launches. And and as I said um, at the beginning, Saswat has said they're they're running internal tests this week. And he anticipates a launch of AlphaNet next week. So, um, so we're we're in those finalization phases. Um, I appreciate you guys for waiting and being patient. Um, the The team wants to make this thing run smoothly. Um, they they also want to deliver it in um, as soon as possible. But the at the forefront of their concerns is you know if we're launching a testnet, let's make sure that that everything's kind of like airtight. So that instead of worrying about um, pro, like errors that could be fixed before the launch, um, that we're focusing on, you know, really, really testing this um, this protocol, all, all the protocols, really, not just the consensus protocol. Um, so, yeah, the, the the better we can kind of uh, get everything ready for for AlphaNet and the 
the better that it runs, the the more beneficial this test test network phase is. And guess what? If the test network phase goes really really well, then that means we get mainnet 1.0 sooner. Um, so, I mean, that's that's the end goal is to get to mainnet 1.0 sooner. Um, the, all these test nets are just um, part of that process. So, um, that is question two. Question three from Anom Anomalous One. What's up, Anomalous One? How are you doing today? Uh, thank you for your three questions in the Reddit thread. I, I appreciate it. it. It would be it would make too much sense to post them all together. So I'm glad that you uh, that you posted them all separate. Um, that's you know keep them coming. I'm just kidding. No, I I, I appreciate all the involvement, um, especially for the people that did post in the Reddit thread. Um, I, uh, I like getting the questions from the Reddit thread. I will, if it's not active, I'll just pluck it from Telegram. So it's not the end of the world if no one posts, but it's, it's a lot more beneficial to me because I can see which, if, if there's comments with a lot more upvotes, that indicates to me that, that this one needs a more comprehensive answer. So this is a, by participating in the Reddit thread, it gives you the ability to get uh, more precise answers to the questions that that you want answers to. So um, that's it's just a good way to speak with um, speak with your upvotes on what, what you want to see. So, anyways, uh, question three: um, Has there been any study on approximate price of ZCN per unit of storage utilized? Um, for example, if the network is storing one petabyte, then one ZCN should be approximately worth X. Um, so the I kind of touched on this uh, question um, last week, so you can kind of jump back there to get to get a to get another answer to that. But um, the summary is um, the the price or, or the, the the amount of storage that you can get per ZCN token is entirely dependent on the total available storage relative to the token price. And um, this kind of ties into what I was also talking about in the intro um, where we have a lot of cool uh, uh, um, uh, research papers in the appendices of the white paper that's coming out. Um, it's about like everything together. It's about 80 pages long right now in case like unless we Unless we trim it down, um, which I don't, there's, it's pretty, it's pretty condensed already. So um, yeah, it's a lot of stuff, but all of this is going to be in there. Um, and the answer to this question is um, we have several economic studies done by um, Andrea Borowski. Um, I believe that's how it's pronounced. Could be, uh, could be off. And if so, I apologize. Um, but um, Andrea is a, um, a globally distinguished economist who does research for um, Imperial College of London. He's won a bunch of awards um, uh, just like um, for, for some great, great pieces um, as an economist. And um, he ran studies on our token protocol and has written two analyses titled The Equilibrium Price of Zero Chain and ZCN token valuation. These two papers will be appendices in our new uh, white paper, which will be out within the month. Um, it's, it's pretty much done, but Saswata wants to um, release it at a time that he feels ready to do so. Um, 
So this this kind of brings up uh, another point. The appendices will have five protocol papers in addition to the comprehensive new white paper, which summarizes the entire um, the entire zero chain book of protocols. Um, so yeah, we're we're putting finishing touches on it, and it is awesome. Question four: Is there a formal audit of the code being conducted by a third party prior to mainnet launch? And is there any consideration to moving toward open source as the project matures? Um, that's from Anomalous One. Um, so kind of two questions there. Um, the first question was regarding audit. And yes, there will be audits um, conducted during BetaNet, um, a lot of it via Bounty. Um, so we'll, we'll be conducting um, some thorough audits there. And then also, um, sorry about that. Um, also, um, about uh, regarding the open source aspect, um, there is consideration to migrate to open source. The project matures. Um, for anyone who's kind of out of the loop, we're going to be open review instead of open source. Open review means that we're, um, we're going to have the protocol available to be looked at. Um, you can look at the code. You can verify everything. Um, but it will be licensed. So with that why that's licensed is to prevent any copycat forks. So that protects um, ZCN enthusiasts or investors um, from from being like um, being nullified by a, a larger protocol. Like um, let's say like like, like Filecoin or, or Tron comes out with a, a just copy paste our storage protocol. Um, and our and our consensus protocol as well because it's all awesome stuff. So it, it it's very vulnerable to to the sort of that um, like copycat situation, um, and that's probably the biggest threat right now because it, the bear market has not been kind to new projects. Um, no one's really uh, no one's really researching them. Um, it's, it has a lot less attention than it did in 2017. So. What that means is we're gonna we're gonna launch and we're going to be uh, one of the best consensus protocols out there, if not the best. Um, but no one knows about us yet, so no one no one can really um, no one can really verify that. But once we come along, people are gonna see everything that we're doing and start looking at how we did it. And if if we're just open source, then that is going to pose a threat to um, ZCN as a network because it could be completely um, pushed aside if you know if we're still a small small project and someone just copycats our, our stuff and um, and launches it on a larger network. So this being open review protects everyone from that. Um, so I I would it's not a permanent thing, but it is. Um, at least at the outset, it's going to be open review. Um, so the answer to if it will migrate to open source, that is definitely a consideration. Um, I'm a big proponent of having things open source, um, but it also is, it, it, it's becoming, I think you're going to see a lot more of this type of situation. Hashgraph is doing the same thing. Um, and it also prevents like the fork situation. Just if, if someone disagrees like a, a Craig S. Wright, um, get, they can just start a bunch of drama and fork the protocol um, to, to, you know, to, to start some sort of other 
Um, you can call it a pump and dump. You can call it uh, Satoshi's vision, but it's it's very distracting to um, to to entities that are running on top of these protocols um, to have this sort of drama on the trust layer. It's um, in my opinion, it's 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 a lot of noise. And if the governance protocol selects one upgrade, that should be it. You shouldn't fork it and start your own thing. Um, it's it's not. Uh, it's not ideal. So, um, so that is pretty. That's um, th those are the questions for the week. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, the uh, sound quality might not be um, on on par with what it usually is. I'm, I'm out of town. I'm up. Uh, I'm up in the Midwest right now. So, um, so I'm doing this from a just from my laptop microphone. So, um, I'll try to make it better quality um, next week. And um, and yeah, I hope you guys are having a great. Uh, a great February so far and um, and yeah see you next week